Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story is that I had this massive insight as I woke up this morning, maybe started gelling yesterday about what's the real answer. So we bring the news, we talk a lot about this stuff, and it seems in some regards just the same old thing and that what are you going to do about it? The news is scary. It's this constant stream of them taking away our liberty. And as I've thought about the COVID thing and the protests, I realize in both cases, and this goes to what you've said, Binkley, about and what Bellamy was saying, confirming about moving the goalpost and just what's the point of protesting. And I always notice this with the European protests where the students were getting out begging and pleading for less austerity. And I and we were begging and pleading to not have Obamacare. We've always known that this dependence, that having to beg is bad news. But in reality, it goes deeper than that. So you see the protesters going out there saying, hey, we want what we want, whether it's justice or um, to make things right for past wrongs or because we believe in certain basic rights and safety nets, like whatever people are protesting, it's always about asking the system to give of itself. But this is a system that takes. It gives so that it can take more than it gives. And, and as I, and as I look at my philosophy of, they don't have a right to come onto my property. They don't have a right to steal the fruits of my labor. And I started to think, and that's true. And I started to think when Jesus said, give unto Caesar, what is Caesar's? So I guess they were asking about the tax collector and he picks up the coin whose face is on that coin. It's Caesar's face. And I've always thought, well, it's not Caesar's though, because I earned it and, and, and whatever. So I never really, I've heard explanations for that, and I'm sure people will message me, but I've never really got my mind around it. And now I feel like you've never got your mind around what around the answer to when Jesus said they, they say, should we pay our taxes? And he picks picks up the coin. He says, whose face is on that coin? And they said, Caesar, Julius Caesar or whoever it was, Augustus Caesar. So he said, who's he said, give unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. And you could, most people say that means pay your taxes. And then I had an uncle who was a priest who said, it's not Caesar's, even if it has his face on it, because you earned it. And But that makes the, the story not really make sense. It's, it becomes less meaningful. And I think, so, so why is it Caesar's? Well, it's Caesar's because Caesar put it there. Yeah, it's one of the earliest forms of propaganda that's studied is Caesar putting his face on the coins. It's a form oh. of intimidation and power. Very that you can spread around from a distance. And it asserts his right over over the medium of exchange and the store of value that you have converted your labor into. So it is your labor, but you have and I'm I'm not looking for an argument. I'm just like I'm sharing an insight and I'm open to hearing people's reactions to it. I haven't sat on it for like a long time the way a lot of these things do kind of marinate in my mind. But you have put your you have put your labor into that system and it now bears his mark. And yes, I I think we've been lied to and that's why we do it. We've been told that there are rules and protections and that's why we do it. I'm not saying it's right of them to do it, to lie and to steal. I'm not saying it's right of them to do it. What I'm saying, though, is that they have the power. 
They have the power to control that and you don't. And you can protest and you can assert yourself and you can talk and yabber, jabber like I always have. And I try to kind of pull it back and we have these rights. They're written on this piece of paper and that may all be true. But in the case of government, might makes right in their minds and they will use that might. So that's when I've started to think about, yes, okay, now I want to grow my own food. I want chickens. I want this and that. And then, of course, I got an email from Lonnie who said, oh, you should check out that farmer whose book is Everything I Want to Do is Illegal. So now I realize that ultimately, if I do go down the road of permaculture, like I am not going to be able to also do a podcast, I'm going to have to start going to City Hall and making sure that the laws in wherever I try, it's probably going to be in Texas somewhere, that they, they, I can maintain my, my self-defense rights, my hunting rights, my property rights. I, it's going to be a full-time job just legally protecting or trying to keep the laws from continually encroaching and upsourcing, I'm, I'm saying. And so, and then I got another email today, Monica, I'm so proud of you. This is from a patron for finally starting to think and talk about food independence and doing more things for yourself. She said, I've always wondered why you haven't done it before. And, and I realized that, and I know Binkley, you have a similar situation. I have a son with Down syndrome and if you have a parent with Alzheimer's, that's like the closest thing to it, even like as far as mental cognition, they study them both side by side. This is somebody who's climbing off the walls, wants to run away, doesn't understand their limitations. It's a full-time job to take care of somebody who really is a danger to himself. And and then you think of the other kids you got to take care of and you're all these responsibilities doing a podcast and and this it is set up in my opinion to make it almost impossible to be able to take care of yourself that way and if you can carve out the time for it you are not going to they are going to make sure those laws make it even harder so it, for me i just feel like <clears throat> i know i'm talking about this and and i'll i'll be talking about it for a couple of years but and i'll be learning about it i'm going to go visit bellamy when i'm on the east coast i'm super excited and i'm going to go down this path but this is going to be a long and arduous journey i'm reading the new libertarian manifesto by konkin i think it's konkin and um sek3 and I, I mean, this is going to be a, it is really going to absorb my entire life, but I feel like people are doing it. You got to do it. I think it is the only answer. It is one of the answers, but it's not as easy to just turn a switch, flip a switch and go over to that. Like it's, we can want to do it and we can go through a process of learning, but we're ingrained in a system that we've been in our entire lives. It's reflexive to us. We know how to operate within that system, this system. That system is a completely different system that we would have to learn the skills to survive in and then make it routine and habit while also breaking ourselves from this. And society is not set up to make that easy. And if you have... I, I'm curious if people want to share their experiences with me on this. I'm absolutely open to whatever. You can find me on Twitter or just um, any way you want. Patrons, you can talk to me there on Patreon. But if you do, unless you're, I mean, I mean, I just wonder how people do it who do not have an abundance of time or a little extra money or have the most important thing for me is having dependence 
dependents who really absorb the time that you might, you know, use to to learn this. Because we don't know what we don't know. I'm sitting here talking about this. I know how to read books, so I bought books and I'm reading them. But I'm sure that, like, I just got a bunch of fish because my turtle ran away and nine of ten of them died. Wait. I know. Your turtle ran away? My turtle. Well, I'm sure it crawled slowly away, but he had a little playpen in the back, which was fine for like five years. He lives in a tank, but I put him outside and it's sunny. And I think the landscaper must have broken something and it got away. I'd found it on the street in the first place. So it's not like, I mean, it just didn't like being. Maybe it just went home. Maybe. And I I live near like a garden now and I maybe it went to there. But anyway, I nine of 10 fish died is what you're saying. So so. I got these fish and I was like, had this turtle tank. I don't know if it's going to convert. And the guy was like, yeah, do this, do that. And I did it and blah, blah, blah. But he didn't tell me that you could like test the water. So I didn't know that the water was like not ready. And I put these fish in. There's one left. I named it Hercules. So you you found the strongest fish. Yes, yes. I Maybe it'll just spontaneously reproduce. But anyway, so I'm buying like stones and wood and stuff to put it in the water to make it like more. I got a heater. I got all this stuff. I'm just saying I am killing a lot of fish here and I'm going to I'm, I'm not going to kill anymore because I didn't even know they were going to die. But like I'm it's taking a lot to for me because I'm a city girl to get a fish tank going. Am I really going to harvest cherries off my own tree anytime soon? Yeah, we live in a society that is rapidly running in the opposite direction of living off of the land and being self-sustaining. We're, it's running in the direction of we don't do anything. Technology does everything for us. And we just like that movie. We're just there while clone goes and lives our lives. So it is and I, a and fight. I, I really worry about the solar radiation management and the aluminum that rains down. I mean, you can think they're not doing it, but they're definitely going to do it. They are doing it. But even if they don't, they say they're going to do it. They are going to do it. And how is that going to affect people who aren't aren't adopting what I think is going to be indoor or hard, hard, highly artificial farming? If they're genetically modifying plants and stuff to grow in a world that they are then going to environmentally modify, where am I going to be with the cherry tree I just spent 10 years growing? Yeah, plus... I'm not giving up. I'm just saying, like, it's... It's not easy to just do it. It's going to be a long road. I know, but I'm doing it so that my kids have a a commitment. Yeah, I'm doing it so that when they reach my position and, like, they're like, oh, mom, you were so right. I'm going to be like, and that's why I planted this tree. Yes, and they will appreciate that when they get I'm older. I'm going to put my seeds where my mouth is. Did you hear the story? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to eat the seeds? Uh, I think that is it's a double entendre I I got of you. a non-sexual nature. Did you see the story about Six Flags today that was in the news? I did not. Six Flags apologized today after a woman complained that she and her family were stopped by a security guard and questioned about the Black Lives Matter t-shirts that her and her children were wearing. The guard, which was an African-American woman, stopped the family and said that she needed to check and make sure that there wasn't going to be an issue with the shirts that they were wearing. And 
at first glance, you might say, I wonder why she stopped them. But then when you look at the photos and you see that a kid that it may, might be four years old is wearing a T-shirt that in big letters across the front of it says, stop killing us. Then you see why the security guard might have had cause for concern. If Was I saw a little four year- African-American yeah. or I mean, because it might not, you know, like, yeah, you're right. You yeah, see it was people, an African American. These protests who look like they just, uh, with their little designer bags. That that's, of- yeah, that's not wrong to see a kid wearing a shirt like that and be a little bit alarmed. I mean, I would if I saw that. I'd be like, that's one that's just kind of, that is provocative. Two, what kind of adult is this kid going to be if its mother is putting t-shirts on him like that he's gonna be an adult who is just like his mom who when something like this happened the reason this is in the news is because this woman went onto facebook and wrote a long diatribe post that got like two thousand oh, likes and some ajc news reporter said oh there's somebody who wants some attention called her up and now it's a news story and now six flags is apologizing their cow town yeah. here's what six flags said six flags said that they deeply regret regret this incident and they have immediately retrained their team members So they've retrained their team members who saw something kind of alarming and was like, I just need to make sure this is okay. That's all. I just need to make sure this is okay. And trained them not to do that. And then they said, oh, they're bringing the family back to – they offered to bring the family back to be special guests this weekend. I'm sure they'll be wearing the (laughs) shirts again. But – This is not like the the constant apologizing for this stuff. This goes right in line with the it's never going to satisfy what they want. Like Solinsky said, you you convince them that you're going after a mountaintop. You're trying to get to a mountaintop. But when you think you've got there, the fog rises and you realize you actually have it. You're only on a cliff. Yeah. And you're going to have to keep apologizing. And that goes. Yeah, good. I was going to say there's an example of someone who handled this in the only way that you can handle this right now. Of course, this person has some star power behind them, so it's going to be a little bit easier for her. But Cardi B was being canceled this morning. There was calls to cancel her. Strangely, the calls for cancel canceling her were because she was being accused of having a private Instagram account where that is solely dedicated to dissing other female music musicians, a claim which she denied. I find that strange because Cardi B there's evidence as her on video talking about how, when she was a stripper, she used to drug men and steal their money years ago. So that doesn't get her canceled, canceled. (laughs) but this gets her canceled. But her response She could have apologized. She could have said she was sorry, but here's how she responded. She said, and all that bullshit y'all keep bringing up about my past that y'all brung up 109 times in the past two years, in all caps, I'm not apologizing again for it. I already did, and I have to grow. I don't have to prove shit. My actions been speaking (laughs) loud, and it didn't cancel me before, and it ain't gonna today. Have fun. That's how you respond to this shit. Okay, but she does... She's, I think yeah. she probably knows she's going to get away with that. She's yeah, gotten right. away with a lot in the past. Uh, yes, she and, sure has. And let's see. But I, I did want to <clears throat> make a reference to what we talked about yesterday about how these revolutions, they do get, they, they get true believers behind them, but then they get hijacked. They get orchestrated from outside. I was talking about how the Russian Revolution was a German and American, probably one way or the other. Even though they were enemies at the time, I think Trotsky and Lenin passed through both of those countries to get there. And that 
that I didn't think that this was a subject of foreign influence. But today I saw I, there are a lot of parallels with the Russian Revolution and the French Revolution, as we've both pointed out. But today they said the FBI guy, the head of the FBI, was investigating foreign interference or foreign influence in the George Floyd protests. And I, I've heard that before. Bill Barr was saying that. People have talked about it before. But it only just now brought together to me that they may deliberately be using the parallels of the Russian Revolution to make it all feel like that in a, and not just Russia, 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 but really bringing together this whole narrative as highly reminiscent of those revolutions in order to give them that kind of gravitas. Yeah, they are creating that feel. I saw the French Revolution trending last night. People promoting it, calling for another French Revolution. They must really not know very much about the French Revolution to be doing that. And people are just sharing it blindly because they're getting the idea of this romantic idea of the French Revolution that was in the social contract. I can't remember the philosopher that wrote it, but the one that starts off with... We're all in Rousseau. chains and we've got to be the broken free from Rousseau. our chains. Yeah. Yes. Rousseau. Yeah. Is that who you said? Yeah, that's right. Rousseau. Yeah. yeah. We will talk more about this right after this. Hey, what's up, guys? With the world as crazy and unpredictable as it currently is, the time to start living a truly sustainable lifestyle, a lifestyle of rugged independence, is right now. And Neighbors Feed and Seed has everything you need to help you do just that. Small engine repair, garden supplies, vegetable plants, bird feed, chicken feed, premium pet food. Neighbors has it all. And right now, they want to give Propaganda Report listeners an opportunity to try one of their new products, Southern Nights CBD Oil, at a 20% discount. So go to NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com or visit the store in person if you live in the Smyrna area and use the promo code PROPREPORT, that's one word, all caps, P-R-O-P-R-E-P-O-R-T, and you'll get 20% off of your CBD oil purchase. Look, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Neighbors Feed and Seed is a fantastic business ran by friendly, knowledgeable, liberty-minded people who bend over backwards to help their customers in any way that they can. Check it out. I promise you, you're going to love it. And I want to make a quick correction. The coupon code, there's two coupon codes. I was mistaken. There's one coupon code that is PROP, P-R-O-P for the CBD. And then there is PROP REPORT, all caps, one word for the garden starter and seed kit. Fun. And there's probably still some chicks floating around. Some chicks, definitely. <laughs> we will see uh, people at the meetup next week. I just did, I wanted to tell regular listeners what our plan is for the next week and a half. We, I'm traveling, I'm headed I'm in California now, but I'm going to go to Atlanta for the meetup. And I, so we're not going to do the show, but we will replace basically all the minutes that we would normally have covered by posting podcasts through our regular propaganda report feed. And for patrons, we're going to have an early release of a brand new propaganda report proper, a deep dive, old school style. So if you're a patron of any stripe, you will get this early release while we're gone of a propaganda report and everybody will get our podcast. So we have a new tier in our Patreon called Fan of the Free. So it's really just if you want to support the work that we just give out free, that's most of our time is spent doing that. We get we have a lot of listeners. We don't nobody really has a very high patron rate versus how many listeners you have. So this is just an opportunity if you want to give a few bucks and you'll get the early release stuff. And I also wanted to tell people who are uh, patrons of the truth or higher that the first Friday free for all 
disappearing patron party, which would be July 3rd, which is kind of a quasi holiday and we're out of town. We're just going to do it the next week. We're not canceling it. We're just going to postpone it one week. So we'll see you there for that. Thank you for listening to all my commercials. We'll go a little longer, go another minute or so for the main feed so that you can tolerate that. So, yeah. And I, I also wanted to know if you had heard about this, um, the congressional candidate who's got a weird name, Winnie Hart Story. Winnie absolutely. Hart Story? I think that's her name. She's a congressional candidate. I forget what state it was in, who thinks that the Floyd video is a deep fake and that Floyd was dead for a long time before that video happened. That Chauvin is really the guy from Cash Cab (laughs) and that other people. And it's like a 23 page document. She wants Trump to look at of all the people they would get. The guy from Cash yes. Cab. Yes, but I guess that's the person who most looks like Chauvin. But Chauvin also looks like his own picture from previous newspaper articles. So I don't know. That those could all be deep fakes, I guess. Yeah. But I do want to talk I want to talk about the policing stuff, the um changes there and, and a little bit about COVID. So where should we go from here? Well, I want to comment on that. The deep fake thing, I have been expecting there to be some sort of bigger deep fake revelation before the 2020 election just to throw all of that into more disarray i don't know that i agree with this theory although i haven't studied it i think i did comment on for all we know it could be a deep fake but i don't know i i don't see something see anything in it that would lead me to believe that but i also don't know don't know how good the technology is but i will say this when i saw that other video released a couple weeks ago that is an angle from some of the people that were standing by recording it and it was focused in on George Floyd while this was going on. I could only watch that one time because to me, it was just very disturbing to, to me because you could, the way that you could see his face, it was hard to watch. And if there's going to be a deep fake, that might be a way to release one in a difficult to watch situation. Wow. I I didn't like watching that. It looked very bad. Interesting. Yeah. Although, I mean, for me, yeah, that's true, because I would think that lends itself to authenticity. But of course, since it deters scrutiny, it would it would be very clever. And they are very, very, very clever. As a matter of fact, on the patron 15, I'm going to tell you how this how clever I think the whole WikiLeaks thing is. But let's not get to that yet. I want to before we move on to covid, I wanted to point out a few things. Uh, First of all, the Tim Scott. Republican senator police reform package is kind of dead on arrival. They're not even going to vote on it. The Democrats have a very similar bill in my that's opinion. That's a surprise. Yeah, of course but they, not. and that's yeah. in Congress. But if the Democrat one, they act like it's like that much different. It doesn't feel that much different. It's that chokeholds would be banned and no knock raids would be banned. And I'm fine with no knock raids being banned. Uh, they also would roll back qualified immunity. I'm fine with that, too. The only thing is that it is possible that the chokehold ban, I finally heard a Republican say it out loud today, that if you if the chokehold is a is a last resort before use of fatal force and you eliminate it, it actually accelerates use of fatal force. Like you really have yeah. to make sure that that's not how it is going to work. But both bills, both parties want to use funding to manipulate training, to collect data, Uh to control it basically from the top. And that 
is what I thought was always the plan and that they talk about defunding. New York City is, is having its own chop now. And I think that that's so that they can use the word chop the police budget. So they want to chop the police budget by a billion dollars, something like that. Well, at the same time, somebody shot me a very small article from a newspaper in Minneapolis that said Minneapolis, the mayor of Minneapolis has asked the FBI and the Secret Service to help them with this surge of shootings they've had recently and that they they are uh did the fbi say they were too busy researching a door handle that looks like a noose they there was no mention of that in the article the mayor said getting he's getting assistance from the county sheriff the metro transit police the state patrol the fbi the secret service and the atf so Minneapolis, you might recall, is their city council is talking about disbanding the police entirely. So this guy's already ready to push down from every single region in the county, state and federal government police resources. The only police that you're not going to have are the local ones who, you know. So he said that what they need is a unified structure involving multiple agencies, and that will be of paramount importance to curb gun violence. And the city police aren't going to work because the crowds are angry with them. (laughs) So they are absolutely I've coined a term upsourcing for this that everything gets upsourced instead of subsidiarity which is that sound premise that you should handle everything at the lowest possible level like i should grow my own fucking trees and stop complaining that uh that instead like you said everything is is going up and this is more upsourcing as expected you were right about that you were all over that i think that that reasoning is is funny we can't let the city cops do it because everybody's upset with them right now as though protesters are going, defund the city cops. That's the what feds I was saying. How could they tell? How could they tell they're going to see the ATF guys come marching in with their little uh, windbreakers and their giant guns and they're going to be like, oh, thank God you're here. Like, I was yeah. just looking for an ATF guy. I didn't want this local yokel here smoking a cigarette thank with me over by the yeah. leaning on the tree. I'll, I wanted yeah. the ATF. I won't light your police car on fire, only their police cars. Yeah, because we we know that ATF is the most compassionate local based organization. The Democrats rejecting that bill. One of the things going on here, in my opinion, is they're not going to let that be a Republican bill that passes. They're not. They're not going to give them a win. Yeah, Yeah, and Saul Alinsky. He said, he says in his book, his rules of ethics and tactics and everything, he says, don't let yourself get into a situation where your opposition gives you what you want, where they're saying, <laughs> OK, I agree with you. Let's work together because everything depends on conflict. So so do you believe that Trump's out or you just have no idea that he's out? I mean, the polls are are overwhelmingly against Trump now. Yeah, I don't believe I still think he's going to win. I'm just it's extraordinary to me what's going on with Joe Biden, who is literally an empty vessel that they could put a suit with no person in it. And it wouldn't be much different than Joe Biden. And people are like, yeah, did I tell you they're not sending delegates to the DNC? No, I didn't know that. There's nobody going to be there. They're going to have it. And there's nobody there. And he's just going to accept it from his mom's basement or wherever he's living. The bunker that he's hiding in or some. Body double I mean, in knows? a black mask. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, right. An eye double. 
doesn't even have to be a body double. It just has to be an eyeball double. This really and with his yeah. black sunglasses uh-huh. on. It doesn't, it doesn't it just matter. has to be a wig double. It's extraordinary double. because if the public or part of the public actually votes for this person, then they will do anything. They would the the controllers would be like, we just got them to vote for nothing for no one. <laughs> we, when we said empty suit, we used to be kidding. Yeah, it's. I mean, it really shows the power that they have. I want to I want to say some stuff about this COVID thing. And if you're ready, can yeah, I just rattle it. some of that stuff off? So speaking of masks, there was the, uh, a mandatory mask law passed in Palm Beach, Florida, and the citizens are up in arms. They don't want it. They're PO'd. I found an old article just came across my headlines from the end of March from the Montreal or the Quebec health minister saying, Masks are not good. They within 20 minutes they are saturated and they are hotbeds for microbial growth. They make you touch your face all yes, the time. Yes, all the Just time. Just like you said, yeah. there it is. Uh, there have been studies done on when and why and how you should wear a mask. And p- medical professionals do it under limited circumstances for a limited amount of time, just to make sure whatever. But they throw them away right away. They handle them. They are specific. It was a really good article, and I'm waiting for someone. To, uh, so I tweeted it. I'm waiting for someone to say, what the hell? That article was from March. What are you, stupid? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. like as if. As though it, that makes it irrelevant. As if truth changes. Truth changes. Because, you know, truth does expire. If you ever Google like an old article, it'll say this truth has expired. I mean, this article is old. Yeah. Jared, have you seen those banners yet? No. I don't know if it's Google or what, but people have said they are absolutely doing this. And I saw them do it before they said they were doing it. You know how it sometimes says this is a foreign news source? Yeah. This is state-run, whatever. There's a, another one that says this is more than two years old. Really? Oh, yes. That's... Oh, yes. Wow, that's There bizarre. was an initiative yeah. because facts get old. That is interesting. <laughs> that's crazy. Isn't that crazy like they need to just like this should be in the memory hole you're subversive for reading old articles we've changed yeah we've changed the facts about this yeah the facts about masks have changed as people's attitudes have changed it's like what yeah (laughs) and fauci again i would like to remind you and everybody that he encouraged people to wear a mask while jogging after describing it as being waterboarded (laughs) Then he said, do it. Wear a mask while you jog, idiots. Well, this stuff, there's a a couple of big things that I see happening. There's a a lot of places are so-called surging. California is surging. They're blaming people having larger family gatherings at home. They're blaming younger people. Every article I found was that younger people, there have been more positive tests among younger people and absolutely nothing I could find, not one thing, nothing, zero, nada, showed how many young people were tested, how many young people were previously tested positive. And as a matter of fact, the articles say prior to this, young people weren't getting tested. It was all old people and vulnerable people. So now that we have young people testing, young people are testing positive and young people are testing negative. It doesn't say that, but I mean, I'm sure they have a record number of young people testing negative as well. And as you would expect, Death rates are going down. Mortality rate is going down. It was already very, very low. So as they test more young people and young people are basically not going to die of it unless they have something else they could be dying of, you're going to see that the incidence is going to go up. And I, I mean, it's since people, since blood that ex- from two year old blood samples have been testing positive at a similar rate 
then I would expect every blood, every sample group to get at least 18% positive rate because that's what a two-year-old blood sample set. The problem is, though, it's two-year-old blood. Did they put context up there that said this blood is it's a two-year-old sample? <laughs> well, I mean, that should that could matter. That could actually matter if it's but my kids still have cord blood from when they were born in case they get sick. So it's just frozen somewhere. So it definitely, supposedly, unless I've been paying for nothing. You don't know where? They have been. Where is it? Where's well, it? they send me a bill. Oh, it's okay. in some oh, freezer. Oh, it's not in your freezer in your fridge. I don't know. It's, I'm sh- it's not in my freezer. No, it's in a freezer somewhere, kind of like the Icelandic blood sample or whatever it was. So I just, I'm just saying you got to watch out. It's the same old, same old trick. It's, it's not apples to apples. I looked up the latest CDC provisional death counts year during for total deaths of all causes during the Corona times. And I looked at it and it is averaging 8,300 deaths a day, which from the information I could gather is completely on a par with last year. So that number isn't moving. It's like between 8,000 to 8,500 a day. Generally, that's what it was last year. That's what it is this year. I'm happy if somebody wants to send me some apples to apples data saying that the stuff I'm inferring from the information I'm gathering is wrong. And then I have another thing about state sovereignty as it relates to co. Are you ready? I want to say something real quick. I wish that I could read what they write about these times now in a hundred years. You know, the way that we look at World War II propaganda, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, how could they fall for that? They're so naive. It's going to be a thousand times that when they write about this era. And what I see is, I see, so I read a Slate article and I read a Foreign Affairs quarterly article that just laid out, I think I told you about it yesterday on the show, that it just lays out like all these incidents that are being attributed to Trump making bringing down the downfall of America. And these incidents to me are just like made up, you know, like the impeachment stuff and Mueller and all that stuff, stuff that you and I have like, there's no real evidence for this. And and this is just so it's as if like this history narrative is being written. And I look back and I think of all the history I've read over the years before I was like woke in the slightest bit. And I just took the Winston Churchill's great hero and all this kind of stuff. And I would read contemporary writings from that time. I would read stuff from 100 years ago. I'd read stuff from 70 years ago. And I would think of that as, oh, well, this is unfolding in real time in their newspapers. So clearly this is real. And now I see that they are writing that history in real time. And you could find plenty of counter arguments in there. Like people were saying about colonization, slavery, all that stuff. You could find back then contemporary writings that said, you got to be kidding me. You think they're not people? What the fuck? You're just saying that because you want to enslave them or steal their land. It's outrageous. But you never see that stuff in, you know, there's a history. You should see that. But there's a history that's being painted and it, it, it calls from this hote propaganda that we see today. And it's and it was the same pattern way back when. But that's how history gets written and never looks back. Yeah. I can't wait to find out about the history. I don't know if I'll ever know. I might be gone. That's why I always wanted to. I always made sure I always felt really hopeful that there was a God because I wanted to, like, figure everything out. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'll die. And then, like, I'll figure out what the fifth dimension is. Get the answers. Yeah. 
And then I thought I would go live in a different period in the past. And I was like, hey, wait, maybe I did that. Maybe I died and went to heaven. And I was like, I want to live at the turn of the 21st century. When all that crazy propaganda worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, Who knows? This could be the end of the world. We don't know why I picked this time to come back. Yeah. The thing about the end of the world is people have claimed that end times are here since the beginning of time. However, there's going to be one group of people that are correct. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And they'll never know it. They'll never get the credit. So here's the last thing I wanted to say. So New York has released this thing that eight states are not permitted to go into New York. And these are states that are surging. Uh, I'm a little worried that Georgia is going to make that list. I'm hoping that this thing goes backwards because they're saying that it's fundamentally unconstitutional because that is that it is a bona fide thing, the foundational principle of the Constitution is to travel among the states. So this makes so that this exercise of state sovereignty on New York's part is a threat to the Constitution. But at the same time, the exercise of state sovereignty on the part of the states that and they're all southern states, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, Arkansas, Alabama. That's why I figure it's going to be Georgia soon, too, is that they exercise their liberty and they unlock down whatever their prerogative they exercise their state sovereignty and it is now threatening the entire country that's the narrative so both both scenarios both sides of that coin point to the dangers the threat the risk the downside of state sovereignty state sovereignty must be dealt with in this case, that's what all of these things are pointing to. I think that's why they're that this thing is unfolding the way it is right now. That would fit in with everything else that is, you know, upscaling to global power. Upsourcing. 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 Excuse me. Come on, I gotta get my my. I knew the term. I just I flubbed it. I, I flubbed the word. Sorry. I'm gonna tell you about <laughs> something that you also. I've been pretty dead on about regarding July 4th and the Patron 15. Mm, I don't like being dead on, you know. You do a little bit. Well, I mean, there's some, I feel validated that I should continue my work, but I I have children. I want to live in a world very different from the world I think that we see before us. Well, we'll find out what you were right about. Oh my goodness. You got and- oh, Good. I'm going to do a little WikiLeaks skepticism here, a little Assange outing. That really triggers people sometimes, you know. I know. I'm sorry. I got to be me. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we publish every time we publish a DNB, go to patreon.com slash report and become a patron. We will talk to you guys tomorrow or in the Patron 15.